Okay, now that we're about two minutes in, I can go ahead and get my garlic in. That kind of papery skin, you don't want that in there. The easiest way to get garlic cloves out of that is to put it on your cutting board, put your knife on the top of the garlic clove and then press down with the heel of your hand and the garlic will come right out of that paper. You don't have to stand there and peel it because that takes forever. So put the garlic on your cutting board, put the knife on top of the garlic and then go pop and it'll open up and flatten out and you can just take it right out of the paper. Hello everyone and welcome back to Adulting 101 with Caspi Bias. I'm your host, Caspi Bias. Today I'm excited to bring you part two of our special series on how to meal prep and how to cook an easy meal for adults. We're welcoming back Chef Asata, a culinary expert and master of delicious meals. So get ready to whip something up we'll be exploring one of Chef Asita's fantastic and stress-free recipes. Now, just before we get started, you'll need the following as far as equipment and ingredients. As far as equipment, you'll need one knife, one cutting board, some measuring spoons, a small bowl, a medium bowl, and a large pan or skillet. As far as ingredients, you'll need one tablespoon hot water, one teaspoon of honey, one teaspoon of sesame oil, two teaspoons of soy sauce, one teaspoon of ground ginger, a quarter teaspoon of white pepper, two teaspoons of oil, divided, two eggs, half a small red onion that is diced, half a bell pepper that is diced, two cloves of garlic that is minced, half a cup of frozen peas and carrots, one pound of cooked meat or tofu, and cut those into half inch chunks or slices, two to three cups of cooked and cooled rice, and one chopped scallion. If you're a fan of our podcast, you're going to love the Adulting 101 with Caspi Bias animated series. Each week alongside our podcast episodes, we release captivating animated teasers that capture the essence of every conversation. To check out this animated series, head over to the show description, where you'll find a direct link waiting for you. Welcome back to Adulting 101 with Cast Me Bias. All right, the easy fried rice recipe. Yes, the beautiful thing about the easy fried rice is that it is dependent upon leftovers. And that is one of the things that people seem to struggle with. I shopped, I cooked, I've got all this leftover food. What do I do with it? <laughs> so we're going to utilize, I'm utilizing leftover chicken, or it's actually the meat off of the thigh and drumstick of a rotisserie chicken, which again, to totally normal purchase and some leftover rice. So even if you didn't cook the rice, if you ordered Chinese food this week, why not get an extra white rice? so that you can make fried rice later. Or if you never got through the white rice with your order, you can use it for fried rice. So I've got about two cups of cooked rice and about one cup of cooked chicken. And then everything else we're going to throw together to make some fried rice. So even before you turn your pan on, you wanna make sure you have everything prepared because fried rice is stir fry. It's high heat cooking and it goes very quickly. 
So let's just run through the ingredients real quick. We're gonna put together a sauce, a stir fry sauce. You can use this for any kind of stir fry you like. And for stir fry, you can use any kind of protein, any kind of grain, and any kind of vegetables, just about, that stand up to cooking that you like. So we're gonna keep it simple today. And we're gonna start our stir fry sauce off with a little honey, a little sesame oil, a little soy sauce, and just some ginger and pepper. So we'll measure all that out in a second. And then the rest of our ingredients are stuff that you already have, vegetable oil, eggs, that's a great cheap source of protein, a little bit of onion. I'm actually using green onions just because that's what I had. You can use a little bit of white onion. You can use onion powder if you didn't have an onion. I'm going to use half of a bell pepper. I'm actually chopping it up now. I just happen to have a piece of red bell pepper hanging out. It didn't get used, so I'm going to use it here. If I had a little bit of broccoli, a little bit of celery, I could chop that up and throw that in here. I am going to use two cloves of garlic. I just want to smash those with the side of my knife and then chop them up nice and small. So there's a head of garlic. That's the larger bulb that has cloves and you wanna just break off two cloves of garlic. For this recipe, if you don't have fresh garlic, garlic powder. You can get away with meh, maybe a quarter teaspoon of garlic powder. It's important not to ignore those things because they're flavor. The onion powder, the garlic powder, or the fresh onion, the fresh garlic, granted their flavors are different, but they are flavor. You don't wanna eat bland, boring food. So make sure you got some flavor in your food and that's what onion and garlic are gonna give us. For vegetables, usually when you get fried rice out, it's got like peas and carrots in it. That's just as simple as keeping a bag of frozen peas and carrots in your freezer. And when you make fried rice, scoop out a half a cup and throw it in towards the end. In my house, these people that I feed do not like peas and carrots. So I'm going to leave it out. <laughs> but if you're looking for a way to get some veggies in, fried rice is a great way to get veggies in because you just put in a little bit of this and a little bit of that. I think the other two ingredients that we talked about are going to be our rice and our cooked rice and our cooked chicken. That's really it. So if you've got all that together, we can get started putting together the stir fry sauce. So you'll want a little bowl and you'll want to grab a measuring spoon because we're going to measure into that bowl. We'll start with one teaspoon of honey and I'm going to eyeball that just because honey can be sticky. And we don't need a lot of honey because you know fried rice isn't sweet, but there is a slight element of sweetness in the sauce. So I've got my teaspoon of honey and I'm going to add a teaspoon of sesame oil, which is something you can pick up in the like Asian food section. It is gonna be brown, it's toasted sesame oil and it's very pungent. So you don't need a lot of it. It's very pungent and aromatic. But if you've made fried rice or maybe lo mein at home and you didn't have sesame oil, you'd be like, why doesn't it ever taste like the restaurant? Because you didn't have sesame oil. That's the cheat code right there. So we'll add a teaspoon to the honey. It lasts a long time. So if you buy it, you're like, eh, that's four or $5. You'll have it. Trust me. Same thing with the soy sauce. I'm going to go ahead and add about two tablespoons. I typically buy low sodium soy sauce. So this one's reduced sodium. And I'm gonna get about two tablespoons in there. Yep, about two tablespoons of soy sauce. And then you can add ground powdered ginger or you can add ginger paste, which you can find at the grocery store, or you can use fresh ginger. 
and you just want to add some ginger to your stir fry sauce. So since I have fresh ginger, I'm going to use about a one inch piece. But if you're using ground ginger, you could get away with about anywhere from half a teaspoon to a teaspoon of ground ginger. Just depends on how much you like it. And it's going to go right into the bowl with the soy sauce and the honey and the sesame oil. And I've got this really inexpensive hand grater that is perfect for grating up ginger, garlic, and things like that. The thing with ginger, depending on how fresh it is or how old it is, it can be really tough and fibrous. And so that's a little scary to people. And some folks just, the knife skills are intimidating. So you get you a hand grater. And when you're buying fresh ginger, you want to look for that light, smooth skin. It shouldn't be dark. It shouldn't be wrinkly. And that'll let you know your ginger's young and juicy. The last thing that's going to go in our sauce is just a little bit of pepper. White pepper is a little, I'll say more floral, and it's used in Chinese cooking more so than black pepper. But if you don't have it, just go with black pepper. And that's what I'm doing today. I'm going with black pepper. Yeah. And then I'm just going to add a teaspoon of water because it helps to thin out the sauce, the honey in particular. And then just stir that up. And that's our stir fry sauce. All right, let's continue with our prep. Our vegetables should be cut up, but let's beat our eggs in advance. So I've got two eggs and I'm just gonna crack them in a small bowl and beat them together so that they're ready to go. This is a good use for if you make a whole bunch of scrambled eggs and you're like, I've got leftover scrambled eggs, put them in the fridge and use them for some fried rice. Honestly, it's a great way to use them all. And if you don't use eggs, any egg substitute that you're comfortable with will work in this situation as well. I like the just eggs or even egg whites. Any egg substitute you use will be good. And it's going to bring some more protein to the party. All right, we're ready to pull all this together. So you want to go ahead and heat up your pan. I'm going to cook my eggs first just because I need to cook them. So I'm gonna heat up my pan and I'm gonna just hit it with some nonstick cooking spray because I'm using a stainless steel pan. Got my eggs beaten. Some folks like to put just a splash of soy sauce in the eggs just to give them some flavor. That's a choice, it's up to you. Um, you might just wanna hit them with salt and pepper. Your eggs, do them how you want. I'm not gonna add any water or milk like folks would do if they're making scrambled eggs for breakfast. But if you do have leftover scrambled eggs for breakfast, trust me, it's fine. So the eggs are gonna go into the pan and it should sizzle. And it did. My pan is only at medium right now. It's hot, it's over medium heat. I'm not cooking over high. I'm gonna turn it up in just a moment. A little bit of Lowry's. Oh, my caveat with seasoning salt is realize that it is salt. People will like to use seasoned salt and salt. Just pick your battle. In general, I don't use garlic salt. I don't use onion salt or celery salt. I just use salt. And then I use onion powder or garlic powder. That way I can control the sodium. And this is one of those things, again, with youth, it doesn't seem to register, but as a lot of African-Americans have high blood pressure in our family, get in the habit now of being very intentional with using your salt. It just is a habit that you will be glad you did now so that you don't have those issues later. Eggs are scrambled. That was super fast. I'm going to remove them out of the pan. Put the pan back on the heat and we're going to rock and roll. The 
rest of this is gonna go quickly. I'm gonna turn the heat up to medium high. And I'm gonna add just a teaspoon of cooking oil, or you can just hit it with cooking spray. Typically, extra virgin olive oil doesn't like high heat cooking, but in this stir fry setting, because we'll be going so fast, a teaspoon of olive oil will be just fine. As soon as you get your oil in the pan and that pan is hot, add your onions and peppers. It should sizzle because we are cooking over high heat, medium high heat. The reason why we chopped everything up and had everything ready was because you don't have time to do that when you're cooking over high heat. <laughs> so we had to have our mise en place ready to go. Unless you're really good at chopping on the fly, which even I don't do that stressful. I like to enjoy my time cooking. So I have all my stuff ready to go before I even turn the pan on. All right, these onions and peppers are gonna get like a two minute head start and then we'll throw in the garlic. The reason we do that is garlic can burn and burnt garlic tastes bitter. So we want the onions and the peppers to start to cook before we get the garlic in there. Notice I'm not stirring, I'm letting them cook. And then I can come in and give it a little stir. The goal here is that our vegetables are still crisp, tender at the end of cooking. They shouldn't be raw. They shouldn't be soggy and mushy. Everything should still have some bite, some texture, and some flavor. You should be able to taste the onion and the pepper. Okay, now that we're about two minutes in, I can go ahead and get my garlic in. That kind of papery skin, you don't want that in there. The easiest way to get garlic cloves out of that is to put it on your cutting board, put your knife on the top of the garlic clove and then press down with the heel of your hand and the garlic will come right out of that paper. You don't have to stand there and peel it because that takes forever. So put the garlic on your cutting board, put the knife on top of the garlic and then go pop and it'll open up and flatten out and you can just take it right out of the paper. And just move everything around so that it can cook evenly. And we'll give that about a minute. Okay, I'm throwing my meat in now. That's my cooked chicken going in the pan so that it can heat through. If you feel like the pan is getting away from you, like things is getting dark, you're seeing burnt spots, turn the pan down. You can even turn it off until you get caught up. But don't just stand there and watch it burn. Turn your heat down. We're just heating it through. That's why we started with leftover cooked meat. So if, if my chicken was already cooked. So I'm just going to put it in here for a minute, move it around. It's going to continue to heat up while we keep cooking. That's the beautiful thing of using leftovers for this. If you did have raw meat, like shrimp or something, you just want to cook it first. Onion, pepper, garlic, and chicken, that's it. The rice goes in next. Cooked rice, I'm gonna add two cups because I only got one cup of chicken and it ain't no point in me making six cups of fried rice, that's a lot. And I'm using leftover yellow rice from another 
fish. So with the kind of rice you use really doesn't matter. You could use quinoa. You could use brown rice. But I want to move it around so that the rice gets to heat up. And I'm actively stirring it because I don't want the rice to stick to the pan. If it gets really sticky, you might need just a tiny bit of oil. But the key here is to keep moving it. That's the fried rice part. Keep stirring, scraping the pan, not just stirring the rice, but using your utensil to kind of gently scrape the bottom of the pan so that the rice isn't sticking. And while it's doing that, it's heating through. And all the flavors are starting to meld. This is what it's looking like now with the rice in it. We're almost done. Once you see that your rice is breaking up any clumps and you're just stirring here. If you're using the frozen vegetables, you can toss them in now. Like a half a cup of frozen peas and carrots. They are going to cook very quickly. So throw in a half a cup of your veggies and then add your stir fry sauce. Before you pour your stir fry sauce in, give it another stir because sometimes like the honey will settle out or something weird. The sauce goes in. And the, when you add your stir fry sauce, it's gonna steam. And that's gonna help to heat up those frozen vegetables you just threw in there. Because of the honey in the stir fry sauce, it's gonna caramelize a little bit. So keep stirring. Once you get it mixed together, you throw your eggs back in and you're done. You wanna stir that up. Chop up the eggs with your spoon or spatula so that they're not in big clumps. And that is your easy fried rice. Made almost entirely with leftovers. And so if we check our boxes, the rice was the grains, the eggs and the chicken were the protein, the onions and peppers and peas and carrots were the vegetables. We don't have a fruit, but that's okay. Fruit's easy to come by for a snack. And we don't have any dairy. So those are just something to keep in mind when we get around to making up meals for the rest of the day. And then if you want to do some more cooking classes, I recorded my summer cooking sessions with kids. And it literally walks through recipes like we just did. And that's at my YouTube channel. That will break down cooking step by step. And if kids can do it, you certainly can. <laughs> Thanks for having me, and I really hope that um, everyone can, can grow and develop a healthy relationship with food. If anyone has any questions, just hit me up on social media. I'll be happy to talk. Thank you, Chef Asita, for coming onto the show today. And as always, thank you, audience, for listening. Tune in next week for an all-new episode of Adulting. I'm Caspi Bias. Talk to you next time. Adulting 101 with Caspi Bias is a production of C. Bias Productions, LLC. For more episodes of Adulting 101 with Caspi Bias, visit Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, 
or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.